Welcome to Lifestyles of the Rich and Dead. wild like wild premise for a show like i would love to be like in the like the pitch meeting like yeah we got like this like you know normal like you know uh nuclear family or whatever and dad happens to bring home a space monster and you know they all hijinks ensue like you know like i just i can't imagine like i, don't, I would love to one be flying the thing is, that pitch meeting the one what if you really think about it that premise has happened a million times in every single sitcom. My favorite Martian, uh, Harry and the Hendersons, uh, like and just like the idea. Oh, I dream of Genie, uh, like Bewitched. Uh, like it's, it's. Uh, I dream of Genie. It's like a regular family, and magic. then there's uh, the regular family. Then there's just like, uh oh, there's one crazy. There's thing a twist. This one. Whoa, watch out for this element. Yeah, and mon- I... monsters and Adam's family were their inverse of that. It's just like they're all crazy, but they have one normal person that has to deal with their antics it's it's almost the same like what you just pitched has been pitched conversely and inversely the entire history of tv but we haven't had any good recent examples of that have we We i feel like that's died off recently i think so i agree i feel like it's absent the past two decades what was the last time we've seen something like that i guess fresh prince how does Fresh Prince have like a monster? Hey, like here's one? this. Here's this hoity-toity family. And then they got one crazy cousin that's coming over and he's going to mess up the place. I it's not so, a supernatural. More, it's just... That's more fish out of water than it is like, yeah, introducing just some like completely off the reservation, like, you know, like, you know, spatial or like, you know, monster element and stuff like that. So I think it's like a light version of it. But like, I don't know. I feel like we're due for like a hardcore, like this is the type of show I want to see. Like, give me a show? new space monster sitcom instead of Animaniacs rerun. One was a great show. What's up? Third Rock from the Sun. I agree. Wholeheartedly agree. John Lithgow is a treat. Great show. Have you watched it recently? No, but like, I I know, like, I love all the people about French Dewar, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like, all A+. There's parts of it that start not to age well, like, like during the show, but then you have to remember, they're like, they're aliens just going off of what TV has told them. (laughs) Like, so, it's in the 90s, and then, like like sally's whole character she's just like like i'm the lieutenant and i have to be the woman like that's her entire <laughs> character is that she's upset that she had to be the woman oh no and, i would like, actually like that's another one that i would like to see like a like a 2020 spin on like what would like a new like alien race be solely upon like what's on the television landscape in 2020 like how would they fit themselves into society or how would that form like kind of like their familial dynamics because like i want to see the 2020 uh, yeah version that would of that. be so sad but then again, I'm now I'm advocating for such... another reboot. That, yeah, you are. Oh, wow. Did yeah. we just see, come see full that circle with that? I guess so. Wow, what I a beautiful a... thing. Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, Max. Good old Maggie. Um, <laughs> um, interesting, interesting character. Should we, uh, okay, uh, initial impressions before even thinking about looking at research. What was your knowledge of Mags going into this? Very little. I did not watch the Meryl Streep film. Nope. I did not watch I, that. And so I, that would be where I would learn these things. Uh, I knew she was a prime minister. I knew I didn't know if she was the first woman prime minister, but I was assuming I'd made that assumption. Um, and I knew she she died semi-recently. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know that, honestly. Like, I knew, I knew she was prime minister. I knew she was conservative. And I... Like, I knew people didn't like her loosely, like, whatever, but, like, I really didn't know too much about what's going on. I didn't even know that, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I did not know she was conservative. 
until today, yeah. until the research. <laughs> and uh, boy, <laughs> she uh, uh, yeah, she had some. I don't know. I'll say this. We'll get into kind of the specifics, but I just think she is a tremendous, tremendous misjudge of character. Like she, like I've never known or heard about someone that misjudged just, or maybe I'm not sure if it was maliciously on purpose or not. Like, and I think in some instances it was, but like she just had an awful judge of character for people around her. Um, I don't, that's interesting because I did not get that read on her at all. I saw her as more of a, uh, 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 British Ronald Reagan. Um, she definitely, yeah, yeah. She and was not Ronald necessarily a, a g- but uh, unlike Ronald Reagan, who was more of a puppet uh, of the general scheme because he's a, he just fits a role well. He's an actor. She was more of the person in power. She was more like what? She was more Dick Cheney. She was the Iron Lady, which, in, like, in all fairness, Super I love name. the nickname. Love Super the nickname. Dope nickname. Hundred uh, percent. Honestly, probably the best thing about her. Uh, yeah. is that nickname. Can we agree on that? I I would not dispute that. I'm wholly on board with it. Yeah, absolutely A-plus nickname. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about her as a person. She was born, what, 1925, October 13th, and she yeah. died in April of 2013. 87 uh, years old. Not too bad. That's not bad. Actually, that's not bad at all. And she looked good. She looked good for... Uh, I didn't see her towards her death, but... Uh, so I don't know mm-hmm. if she looked good towards her death, but she was the prime minister and she's the longest prime minister in history or uh, uh, with that title. Right. Like he was like, what, 12 years? It was like late 70s to like 1990 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something her like reign that. Or whatever. And uh, so that's that pretty area. cool. That's pretty cool. She beat out Winston Churchill. I'll tell you that much. Um, which is no, just nothing to sneeze at or whatever. Nothing uh, to sneeze I will, at. I will say this early on in her political career. I love this like one little snippet. So like 1970, she's still cutting her teeth. Like, you know, like before, like obviously late 70s is when she becomes prime minister and all that. Um, she, when conservatives were in power in 1970, she was appointed secretary of state for education and science. And one of the, one of her kind of like, you know, like policies or things that she did in that position was she made, she went after the abolition of universal free school milk. So she wanted yeah. to take away milk yeah. from all of the kids. That was one of her things. But also led to another phenomenal nickname. Did you get that part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thatcher, Thatcher, milk snatcher. Uh, yeah, I know. Great stuff. In all like, honesty, that... that was... I'm a little upset right now, Aaron, because that... But... I'll be honest with you. I did not find a whole lot to, a whole lot interesting about Margaret Thatcher. But Thatcher, Thatcher, milk snatcher was my... Crown jewel of my research, and I was I hoping to hold off that. a little bit because <laughs> that is really the height. That's the peak of where this episode's going to go. Is talking about oh, how I... her she stole milk from children. Um, so uh, w- w- so what happened? That's she's like, like that's trying like to cut cringe costs. level evil. She's trying to cut yeah, costs, and she's just right. like <laughs> these kids. You know who's had it a little bit too easy? Impoverished kids that want to drink milk. They cannot have it. This <laughs> like, is... of all people to go after, it was the kids with that milk that she needed to target. This is a headline, I guess it was soon after her death, but this is a headline from the independent.co.uk. Thatcher regretted snatching milk from school children for two decades. <laughs> For two decades. Like, this is like an Austin Powers villain scheme. Like, it literally doesn't feel like this is real life. Everyone in the press always says the word snatches. 
<laughs> or like, like almost mischievously, like it's just such a like you, they could say a lot of things, like but they chose snatches. That's such an underhanded title. If uh, anything, my research has given me an appreciation for the uh, for British tabloids. Like they are just sure. do great work. Sure, they there. their satire is just so. Uh, cheeky. On point. Cheeky. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost mischievous. Uh, they know what they're doing, they love what they're doing, and they're good at it. It's I great. love the idea that they're all little rascals. All the journalists <laughs> in, in London are just these little kids with, like, real funny... I including guess I, her daughter. Including her daughter that she did not care for. Her daughter is a, a journalist? Oh, you, did, you didn't hear about that? Uh, oh, so sure. she has she has two kids. Uh, uh, a boy and a girl. Uh Let's see, uh, Carol and Mark. Uh, Carol became, uh, went through university, became a journalist and stuff like that. But um, in her own words, uh, Carol went on record saying, unloved is not the right word, but I never felt that I made the grade. So like, she's like, <laughs> I guess I was around. It's not like she didn't give me presents at Christmas, but like, she didn't really give two shits. Well, what, what, her name's the Iron Lady. What, what happened with her son? I know there was something with her son. She loved him. Huh? Uh, yeah, no, she, she loved her son. And, uh, and a quote, he could sell snow to Eskimos and Santa Arabs, she once gussed. Um, but uh, he was pretty much an awful person by all accounts, really. Um, he was uh, or she was? Oh, he was. He was completely awful. Uh, and the daughter was actually like, I think from what I saw, like, I didn't go too deep into her, but seemed like a genuinely good person and a journalist. Whereas the son, A, traded her name for like every kind of potential like lucrative business contract possible. Like imagine like what I guess Republicans are trying to spin Hunter Biden as, but like the actual worst case possible for that scenario. And like actually in reality, it actually happened. Like um, he also started like a racing team and like literally got lost in the middle of like the desert on a race. And she like Margaret Thatcher oh, I did hear about this. British folks to go rescue him and stuff like that. And was dude was kind of a dick when he got rescued too. like um, he said, uh, uh, what, what did he say? Like after he got rescued, he was not um, wasn't uh, thankful. He was lost in the Algerian desert for six days. An Air Force plane had to come get him. And when they finally rescued him with dangerously low water. So he was about to like die. Um, he kind of shrugged off the experience, uh, refused to thank his Algerian rescuers, and all and said he just needed give me a beer and a sandwich, a bath and a shave, and I'll be good to go. No big deal. Like literally, like international manhunt for him, almost about to die in the desert, and he just kind of shrugged it off. He's like, yeah, let's go race some more. This so are, are you uh, describing? Because it sounds like you're describing him as just tough, tough as nails, salty the earth. Uh, doesn't let the little things bother him. Sounds like a good guy to me. Honestly, that is not a good way of describing someone's bad. I think all this stuff, imagine if he, if he just wouldn't stop complaining. You're these people that just saved him and this guy's just like, oh, I'm so thirsty. And they're like, we saved you. This guy's just like, cool. I mean, I think you would be nice. Dude, like international I think man that's for you. Media and, spin, and you about it. trying to spin this guy. He was trying to be like, just... Easy go low maintenance. He sounds low maintenance. I mean, like I'll also say there were supposedly some scandals where, like, oh, like uh, once again, he was trying to trade like that mag's like name for like lucrative business contracts, and apparently it was like a scandal. Like I don't know, some of those scandals are just like a little bit dry, and I didn't bother to go through some of the details on them. But it there's it a lot of dry like things was, with Margaret Thatcher. Uh, he seemed uh, like the guy who was like, "Hey, I'm Mark Margaret Thatcher's son. I'm a big deal. Get out of my way." Like that's the kind of guy that he seemed like he was. He just was going to do whatever the fuck he wanted. You know, kind of I the, I have 
I let's let's break this down because you mentioned Hunter Biden before, and you're mentioning yeah. Margaret Thatcher's kid, and I is this every single famous person does it. The minute you're famous in any capacity, your family become leeches upon you, right? I mean, I would not know as someone who is famous, but like, well, we're getting there. We're practically there. We're practically no, there. Yeah, we're like true. literally like on the cusps. Uh, so like, watch out. <laughs> BJ isn't going to be your friend for much longer. BJ's gonna BJ be... is my brother, to be clear. Like that might be a little weird out of context. Sure, yeah. sure. No, no, no. We're using, the, we're expecting the audience to pick things up. We're giving sure. them the benefit of the doubt. We have to, we have to treat our audience smart. Otherwise they're going to treat us dumb. I don't know if that makes I mean, sense. I mean, we are kind of dumb. I just admitted to not like doing all the research into our scandals too. I kind of skimmed through that part because they were no, kind no, of boring. Let's never say. Let's never say. We'll say they're boring, but let's never say we for that. We're gonna totally oh, gaslight sure. our audience into thinking there's so much that goes into each episode, which there is. You know, we spend at least a week, weeks of work on each episode, technically speaking. Um, I mean, sure, yeah, like a, weeks of thinking about it, and then you know, not doing anything and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a lot of planning. It's a lot chaos of planning magic, Aaron. Chaos magic. We say it, it's Ooh, real. I like that. That's what Donald Trump's been doing, and it's been working. We just have to Donald Trump ourselves into podcasts. We're the best. I don't know if I want to use that as an example. Well, okay, I don't I, I'm know not if saying I want he's the best name. chaos magician there's ever. Yeah, he really is the best chaos magician. <laughs> Can that ever. be a professional title? I want to be a chaos magician. That's a real I want thing. That to be. Let it air and talk about chaos magic for exceedingly long time. We need to get some business cards with chaos magician printed on them. Oh, sure. I need to have that. Actually, I'm That's... 100% for that. If okay. we could change the name of the show to Chaos Magicians. I mean, I'm not against that in theory. We're talking about it. Not... We're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> um, and what else is okay. with Margaret Thatcher? Mads, uh, I was going to say, yeah. Um, geez, what else did you get? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so what else is there? Uh, I looked up. Well, I'm trying to figure out why so many people hated her. Because a lot of people hated her, and I found a great list. Irish Republic Army certainly did. <laughs> the IRA. Sure, sure. Well, I have a, a, a list of ten reasons why people hate Margaret Thatcher. Want to hear it? Ooh, yes, please, I do. It's a top yes. ten. Supported the retention of capital punishment. Uh, destroyed Britain's manufacturing industry, and her policies led to mass unemployment. Presided over interest yeah. rates of 15%. Voted yep. against during, the royal, during a recession. Yeah, during a recession, voted against the relaxation of divorce laws. She pre, uh, precipitated a social housing crisis still being felt today. The poll yep. tax, of course. Oh, she's, that was the big one. That was the big one. She sowed the seeds of the NHS privatization, Section Twenty Eight, Thatcher's quiet homophobia, uh, the yep. Irish hunger strikes, and of course, abolished free milk for school children. <laughs> I love that that's just like such like a great like pin like you know like it always it could come back to that I feel like that could just tell you everything you need to know about mags you know I uh actually it was number four but I moved it to number 10 for the effect that it would have <laughs> I'm sorry I stole your thunder on that one it was just too good no, it was like the beginning of your career I like, get I, it I needed to get that <laughs> this show is very bing bang boom we can't pin each other down um which one would you say that was oh the IRA they're trying to kill her. yeah uh yeah, the like, Irish Republican Army Mm-hmm. Yeah, they tried to kill her, but apparently, like, she survived just out of sheer luck. I didn't quite understand how exactly that was the case, but, like, apparently they just tried to bomb her, um, and somehow, miraculously, it just didn't happen. And I guess, like, so she much She Mr. Magoo like, herself out of the situation. 
I would like to believe that, like, she, like, slipped on a banana peel, like, on the way to, like, you know, like, the, like, meeting, and she was, like, five minutes late, and that's the reason. I feel like it must have been just something supremely dumb that saved her. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I would like to imagine. A real I reverse like Walter White. Ooh, exactly. Like, yeah, basically, it just kind of uh, befuddles her way into a situation, but she's able to use it against her enemies at the end, which is the Irish. She did not like them. Uh, yeah, or she that, wanted them under her thumb, essentially. To be fair, like, as, as someone who is Irish, I guess I have a predisposition to, like, not like her or whatever, or whatever, but, like, either way, I'll give her the smallest amount of credit, because it is kind of badass that, like, the next day that she went ahead and gave the speech at, like, the same exact conference, everything continued the following day. So it's like, oh, you try to bomb me? I'm still going to go ahead and do what I want to do. Now, given I don't know what that speech was about, and she probably was something that I disagree with, so, like, I don't want to give her credit for giving that speech, but, like, I do like the idea of people trying to blow me up and being like, eh, whatever, I'll just go ahead and do it the next day, I don't care. Like, I appreciate the boldness of that move she's a pretty tough she's a pretty the iron cool, lady and all on yeah one of the thing is from a if we took ourselves even a layer back just pull mm-hmm. ourselves back that that's a pretty cool rise yeah. to power you know like this yeah. especially the time period she's a woman fighting against all odds and then when you look at her as a person you're like now i know how she got to that level of power <laughs> like yeah, before exactly. I, like so she was a pretty uh devious personality do you think she was better though like like do you think uh uh her presence maybe not uh a uh, good for uh politics was good for women Oh, certainly. I mean, like, once again, as you said, the first female prime minister, like, like reigned for, like, or, I don't know, served for 12 years or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think, like I said, surface level, like, you know, like, oh, this, like, like unflinching, like, you know, like, strong female leader. Like, a lot of, like, kind of, like, the ingredients, like, uh, as you say, from afar, check out. They seem, like, really cool. But, like, the minute you start going into her policies or what she actually believed or anything like that stuff that's when you like the eyebrows start getting raised and be like oh she kind of sucks or whatever but like on the surface level like yeah it's great that we have like a strong female leader and like you know like set probably a good example it, it reminds me of mother Teresa in that like her actions were awful but like the sheer fact that she was getting publicity and for doing them probably on some level did inspire other women to get into politics and like you know like just not be like awful like she was in a lot of contexts but like i think she did tangentially inspire goodwill even though she wasn't like you know have the greatest ideas when she was doing them it's a real in chicken in the power. egg <laughs> it doesn't apply at all no it no it really doesn't <laughs> here's some fun facts about margaret thatcher here's some fun facts uh she was born in an apartment store above her father's grocery store oh wait she was born up there like they didn't like that's that's interesting She's, i would not want to be born above a grocery store i can't imagine that this would is be the a 20s. Birth experience. what is this the 20s or 30s Give her a they, had hosp- they had hospitals in the 20s and 30s, didn't they? Like, people weren't being born at home at that time period. It was willy-nilly. I, I it was willy-nilly. It was the Depression. They can't afford hospitals. I wonder if Britain was in a depression. I know nothing about global <laughs> economics. I love you say that after you just, like, assume that there was a recession. Like, Here's yeah, a- like, sometime early 1900s. There Here's was a recession around there. Before entering politics... Tha- Thatcher worked as a food scientist developing soft-serve ice cream. Wait, so she served as a food scientist, primarily in dairy, uh, like, innovating in the dairy space. And then as soon as she gets into politics, she's like, I'm taking dairy away from the kids. I know the power of dairy. I'm taking it away. (laughs) They don't deserve this power. Maybe she knew the dark secrets of lactose and high saturated fats and the obesity rise. She's just like, we have to. And she did it underneath the conservative guise of saving on cost, but had the liberal intentions of protecting our children. 
I severely doubt that was the case. I don't know. It's, it's a, a thing to It's throw a fun there. story. It's a fun thing to throw out there, but there is like a 0.001% chance that that's true. It is ironic of... that she specialized in that. And it's like, you know what? I know a lot about milk. Looks like it's like, and I think do think that some of the health benefits of milk are overrated, but it's still kind of funny to make the connection that she specialized in the field. And is like, you know what? I know enough about this, taking it away from kids. Also, great name for an ice creamery, the Iron Lady. Is that really a good like name for an ice creamery? You know, or probably not. I think I would like it. I think I would enjoy it because she could Why be would a you real have iron in your ice cream. She could be real ice cream Nazi from like like just very fierce British woman standing behind uh, ice cream counter, just like in Seinfeld. I'm saying I uh, soup I, get, Nazi. I get I get this I just realized me just saying ice cream Nazi doesn't necessarily click sure. for the viewers for the listeners. I will say this though, like Iron Lady is not a good, I, I like the idea of her serving ice cream and being that kind of like soup Nazi type character, but like Iron Lady sucks as a ice cream, as a crematorium name. Like, no, like, why would you want to get ice cream from like, oh, Iron Lady, she needs like a better. Why like, would you want to get one from a place called Jenny's or a place called Amy's or a place called, uh, 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 what is it called? Uh, Baskin Robbins. None of these are good names like, for I, ice cream. I don't want to think about Iron, Iron Lady being involved in my fierce. ice cream. That's like a hipster stronghold like i would everyone would be like oh you're gonna ice cream yeah at the iron lady oh, i'll meet you at the iron lady and everyone's just like oh is that an ice ice cream place or is that a rock concert bar no because like i just think about like oh why am i going to an ice cream place that has iron in it if you call it maybe like the iron spoon because like don't you like scoop out like ice cream with like an iron type of spoon or like whatever like that maybe i can understand but like we're gonna i don't have to know why i would ever this. yeah we're gonna have to, agree I, like, I'm out we're gonna have to move on uh here's the next one fun fact number three she lost her first two parliamentary elections that's so boring that's the most boring yeah. thing i've ever said uh number four while studying law thatcher gave birth to twins Right, Mark uh, and Carol, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, they were twins? That makes it so much worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Because, like, Carol's completely forgotten about it. It's not like, oh, she was, like, kind of, like, born a couple years later. Same, they're twins. And she just completely didn't give a shit about Carol and loved the fuck up Mark. Like, again, terrible judge of character. Terrible judge of character. Um, She didn't believe she would live to see a woman become prime minister? That's right. kind of beautiful. That's beautiful. No, exactly. Like, surface level, a lot of great stuff, like, about, like, her rise to power. Like, And she was the longest-serving British Prime Minister of the 20th century, so that's where that is. And right. uh, we also know she already, we already discussed, she already narrowly escaped the IRA assassination attempt. And number 10, Margaret Thatcher Day is celebrated annually in the Falkland Islands. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know what happened there? Um, Do you know why at the Falkland Islands? April 1982, Argentina invaded the Falkland Islands, a sparsely populated British colony in the South Atlantic claimed by both countries. In reply, Thatcher launched an uh, amphibious attack that retook the islands 8,000 miles from London two months later. I know on the surface level, like, Amphibious is supposed to mean, I guess, like, they invaded by sea or whatever, but, like, I love the idea of, like, Margaret Thatcher sending in, like, a team of, like, special frogs. Yeah, like like, a specialized, like, team of, like, a strike force of highly trained military frogs, and they just kind of, like, have, like, maybe lasers on their heads and just kind of start zapping a bunch of Argentinian soldiers. Like, I want to see that movie. I I want to see Margaret Thatcher selling in killer frogs to kill Argentinians on this remote island. I want to see that movie. That's crazy, because when, when, when I imagine Amphibious team... I don't think actual frogs. I think uh, humans dressed in frog outfits with like big eyes <laughs> and like flipper, uh, like webbed fingers, and they're just... <laughs> so kind of like like a, like 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 a like the character like a Mickey Mouse character you see at Disneyland. They're just like in these giant like kind of like cartoon character like suits and just kind yeah. of pretending to be frogs swimming through. Oh, and I then, don't know which. Is a, I don't know just, which is funnier. I think there could be a combination of the ideas. I was literally like about to idea. say like yeah. 
it's like, like it's like you have your amphibian team, you have your uh, uh, a proto-human amphibian team, which they work together. I mean, it makes Obviously. sense. You would have a you would have a soldier in a frog suit to lead the team of frog soldiers, like because the frog soldiers wouldn't respond to like a normal like you know British soldier. They would respond to a British soldier disguised as a frog, and, and he would like leave the invasion. And if we start making these uh, frogs uh, with military rankings, you know they're just going to lead the troops to flies. You know they're going to lead yeah. them away from it's, the objective. Like a, that... You need a human at the top to kind of keep order. Uh, for and so to convince them, to rein them in. that their frog mother is this human. <clears throat> mm. Okay, right. and then I keep them in line. I think I'm I'm wholly on board with this, and like literally, like I think that's a phenomenal idea. For I just need to see that play out. I want an amphibian strike force of combined human and frogs coming together to serve their British Empire, I guess, and like you know to fight back Argentina. I don't know. I don't no, know if that I... makes. I think this is a script. This is a spec script. We It's just an idea. And this is like a good one-minute pitch. This is a great elevator pitch, to be honest, because we have everything in one. We're like, right. if we're in an elevator with an exec, and they're just like, give me your pitch. And then we have to say, okay. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher leads a team of uh, elite frog men personnel and actual frogs to take over the Falkland Islands. And... Uh, what do you think? See, wouldn't you want to? Wouldn't you want to watch that more so than an Animaniacs reboot? Like that's the kind of fresh no, I, new content I, I want to see. It's not even a question. It's just that the the Animaniacs is the pill that's easy to swallow because we swallowed it before. Margaret Thatcher leaving a team of half men, half frog, <laughs> uh, uh, like almost a, you know navy type uh, uh, tactics. That's just new. That's just new. And I, I, while I do think we are ready for it. We, we are ready for are. this type of uh, adaptation of true a uh, true tale. Um, mm. Is the Falkland Islands, to be honest, because they're still colonized, and uh, it's not really fair to uh, to uh, to also because you look at it. Margaret Thatcher is obviously the hero. Can we? Are we? Go are we going to make Margaret Thatcher a hero? That's like what. That's like trying to make Dick Cheney a hero. That's like trying to right. make yeah, I Ronald wanna, Reagan like, a hero. Do you want to make Ronald Reagan a superhero and he's blasting off into space? You want to do that, Anne? Maybe, maybe, maybe the You're setup a secret is that, Republican like, tonight. No, no, no. Maybe the setup is that Mags like secretly wanted to just like bomb the island or like whatever, and like like people like in the army are like, no, we gotta stop this. We're gonna lose too many innocent lives. Let's just send in the frog strike team. We'll take care of the situation before Mags can just bomb and blow everybody up. Like they're going in as the frog strike team to reduce. Ca civilian casualties while Margaret Thatcher is trying to blow them up. So that way, Margaret Thatcher is still the villain, and we still get to see a strike force of frog people invade uh, some island off of Argentina. Imagine That's this, the way Aaron. to do it. L let me, let me uh, take your ID, reimagine it as well. We're going to keep doing this. They Margaret Thatcher sends in this elite team of frog people to take over the island, uh, of course. One, and you know how we mentioned the frog humans are the leaders of this frog operation, the frog amphibians. But one time... One of the frog leaders falls in love with one of the frogs. Oh, yes. Let's, one of the let's frogs, get a romantical frog, subplot. And the frog is just like, listen, listen, you don't know what you're doing. Margaret Thatcher is trying to stop the frog population on here. And now we're we're basically following you because you look like our mom. You we, you look like our mom because of how Wait, you're dressed. We're fully on board with making the frogs talk. They can communicate fully. Oh, well, I'd imagine that the frog leader is able to talk to the frogs. Hmm. It, I mean, we'd have to imagine. Scenario? Doctor Doolittle scenario, like I, he has I, magical abilities. I almost want to believe that they learned a uh, like a uh, a hum, like almost like their ribbit, 
they've almost learned and they're able to engorge their throat in a way that looks maternal uh, enough. Uh, so, like, not fully fluent in the language, but enough for them to, like, kind of, like, make noises to, like, communicate. They can kind of yeah. get basic ideas back and forth. And I'm also suggesting that this one frog has learned enough English as well, in turn. Mm. Just a little bit, not a lot. But, like... So, kind of so like a Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Like, we, like a very evolved version of a frog leading them. We call it... Oh, fro- does this turn it... We call it froglish. Froglish. <laughs> and that's the language they made for each other. They made for oh, each okay. other so they could... But, like, so during this wartime epic... Mm. This wartime epic... They fall in love, and this one frog decides to take out uh, the frog leader's leader. You know, not the frogs. The frogs, even though a lot of frogs are going to die. A lot of right. frogs are going to get stepped on. Unfortunately, They're yeah. going to get kicked and stepped on because they really have no, there's no real reason to put them into combat. In all honesty, this is... A, <laughs> there is no logical explanation. Absolutely there's not. None. There's not a point in time when they could be effective or helpful in the taking over the Falkland Islands. As a matter of fact, they're getting in the way. They're very slippery when you step on them and they stick on your shoe. <laughs> they, they no doubt make the situation worse. Once again, it's, it's no a really bad logical idea. or it's military a, reason to do this. None. Why Margaret Thatcher did this in history, I don't know. I, I don't know, but uh, like we'll just take advantage of the uh, imagery. The imagery is beautiful. Yeah. Striking, beautiful. really. Princess yeah. and the Frog, Prince and the Frog, like all these. All it would these... make a great movie poster. A great movie poster. Oh my god, um, <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Uh, uh, okay, she's, uh, she's she's dead. She's dead. Wait, wait. wait. I'm sorry. We, oh, have, we have to. Like, I can't. I can't believe we haven't touched on it. We have to talk well, about the pedophilia. this better be as good or We have better. to talk about the pedophilia. Um, I can't believe you haven't gotten to it. God. I wish we could have ended with frog people. Oh, oh no. Gosh. Shit. Okay. We have to get to pedophilia. Um, we have to in order to okay. get a full picture of, of Margaret Thatcher. There is. Because um, I would like to say that maybe this, there was, uh, you know, maybe an isolated incident that maybe I didn't fully get all details on. There are two incidents here. There are two incidents involving completely separate people. Um... Okay, so uh, first one was uh, a Sir Peter Heyman, who was um, a senior diplomat, um, I think, who was serving a little bit before Margaret Thatcher's time, but was, like, still kind of, like, it came out, like, during early on in her time, where it's, like, Margaret Thatcher was adamant officials should not publicly name this guy, even after she'd been fully briefed on his activities. Um, activities which involved, like, initially came up because in 78, so, like, right at the beginning of her power, Heyman left a package of pedophilia-related material on a London bus. So this is a guy who was supposed to be, like, a high-level diplomat, maybe even doing kind of, like, spy stuff or, like, MI6 stuff, and just happened to leave a package of pedophilia on the bus that was easily traced back to his apartment, where in the apartment, police found... Uh, 45 diaries describing over six years of uh, sexual fantasies concerning children and, you know, his activities, potential activities with them. So, like, I believe it was found that there was no actual evidence of him committing these, like, crimes with kids, but there was, like, such an abundance of, like, child pornography in this guy's thing, and Mag Thatcher was very much sweep it under the rug, let's not name him, say this guy was involved, let's just kind of, like, choo-choo and make this go away. And that was one of her first moves in power was to make shows to cover up pedophilia of, like, uh, this former, like, high-ranking uh, British official. So there's that. She's that doesn't the first female prime minister. <laughs> yeah, she, the first she was. female prime minister. What's this other uh, incidence of pedophilia to verify? Okay, um, this one actually happened a little bit later on. Um, uh, let's see. Um, Margaret Thatcher was aware of child abuse allegations against one of her most senior and loyal 
MPs. I guess that's like something like a, like a high level cabinet person. Uh, but can you and continue to promote him and recommend him for knighthood? Um, other dude that I'm talking about. I think um, MP stands for member of parliament. Uh, this guy is about Peter Morrison, uh, conservative MP for Chester from 74 to 92, enjoyed, enjoyed a long ministerial career, um, and was eventually knighted. But, um, uh, yeah, serious child abuse, like, allegations that Margaret just, once again, was very happy to, uh, very much just not really give a shit out. Um, like, it was well documented. He was known to be a chairman of the party after the 87 election, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, she very much continued to want to promote him, um, say he was great, despite the fact that there was a lot of documented stuff. Like people, oh, her aides were telling her, let's not promote this guy because we'll get blackmailed by it by like Soviet spies and stuff like that because he's got so much baggage around child abuse and like just like awful stuff. But she was like, nah, he seems like a good guy. Let's keep him around. So between her being completely on board with her fuck up of a son and then completely protecting and like wanting to like pr actively promote known uh, uh, child abuse uh, folks, like, yeah, awful, awful judge of character. She's uh, not a great Aaron. person. Aaron. Longest prime minister in the 20th <laughs> century. You don't get that way by exposing all the pedophiles. You'll have no one to rule over in, in Britain. Yeah. Um, he said uh, that the last person was a member of a ring sharing child abuse images and said the high-ranking diplomats Man, involvement in having covered up. If we started doing the eulogies before the pedophile talk, I would have had <laughs> such a fun time talking about frog people and her shit little kid and like uh, the daughter that just wants to have her mom love. Uh, that would have been a fun eulogy. Uh, and yeah. now you've just thrown a bunch of... Uh, little... Is this that surprising from the girl, like, from the woman who wanted to steal milk from like the needy kids? Like it went from there and then it ended up with covering up pedophilia and uh, child oh. abuse. She's, so, not, I mean, like, she's not pro-kids. She is not. She's not pro-children. Full I, circle, I, I think it's she less, hates kids. I, I think it's less that she's a bad judge of character and more that she's just anti-kid. And I get that. There are a lot of anti-kid right. people out there. Some people just don't want kids. They want to be near kids. Um, for someone that's in charge of education, what was she the minister of? Then she took away their milk. I don't know. I don't think we should have anti-kids people. That's like, I'm trying to think of a, a good, uh, 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 someone who doesn't like vegetables. They're the leader of agriculture. You can't do that. You, you can't. You, uh, you like, won't, you'll like purposely Trump, sabotage. Like Trump like naming like someone who's like, yeah, like someone who is like actively like oh like like, Betsy DeVos or like coal oh. stuff or like a coal Betsy yeah, DeVos for the, exactly yeah, Betsy exactly. DeVos who's known to eat children and so like why put her in the position of power <laughs> where she could eat as many children as she wants and so it, it, it seems like a bad idea it seems uh, it, like and, a bad and so idea one way the thing is politics aside you know pro kid anti kid you could there's everyone's one right everyone's one and it's such a dividing <laughs> line and we can't begrudge her for just you know. They're not liking children. She's trying to stop the development of children because one way, if we don't stop them now, they're going to get bigger one day and rule over us, Aaron. So you have so to, to stop the kids clear, now. To be very clear, just so I understand what you're saying, are you promoting the stance of child abuse? And are you pro pedophilia is what you're trying to say here? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yikes. No, no, not at all. Not at all, Aaron. Aaron, that's the farthest yeah. thing further what I am. I Please clear it up. I am pro ending kids. Ending <laughs> kids. Not, oh I don't God. want them to suffer. 
No, you just want to wipe them off the face of the earth. And no, no, I just impossible. don't want them to then get bigger and stronger and more powerful so that they run the government. We have to keep our generation alive forever, Aaron. I can't tell if that's more morally reprehensible. Like, I think that's fundamentally more evil than being pro-child because if you're pro-child genocide, hold like, on, hold on. you're... Please, please, please. Because that's what you're going for. Please, please, please. Let me backpedal a little bit. I didn't say any Oh, of I would love for you to. I, I would say, love for you to. I didn't say any of that. I didn't say a single thing of that. I am pro-kid. Uh, always been. I was giving you an instance of what it's mm. like in the mind of Margaret Thatcher when you've grown up your entire life hating children, developing ice cream, hating children. <laughs> You're in charge of children. You hate children. You become prime minister, and now there's so many children around, and everyone's talking about it. You're you're trying to... I get it. I get it. I love that I, developing ice cream is a step in that like ladder. Like I love that that's an important step is developing ice cream. 